0: welcome to the project life Mastery podcast where it's all about inspiring change and transforming lives and here's your host he's an Amazon best-selling author six-figure blogger internet marketer and one of the top life coaches in the world Stefan Palernos hey everyone this is Stefan from projectlifemastery.com and today I'm being joined by Greg Mercer from Jungle Scout and uh, Greg is joining me all the way from Bali and Indonesia And uh, if you guys aren't familiar with Jungle Scout, it's uh, an Amazon product research software that I actually did a video blog about uh, not too long ago. And uh, Greg actually reached out to me from that, and uh, we connected after that. And I thought it'd be a great opportunity just to interview him and uh, pick his brains a little bit just about selling on Amazon. Uh, Greg also is an Amazon seller. He does over around four hundred thousand dollars a month selling on Amazon. So. I know a lot of you guys that are watching this are brand new to selling on Amazon or looking at this as a brand new business opportunity for yourself. Um, so I've got a lot of great questions uh, for Greg today, and I just want to thank you uh, for joining me today, Greg.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Uh, I appreciate it. We're going to have a good time and uh, hopefully provide a lot of value for your audience here. Awesome, man.
0: So my first question is, just want to share a little bit about yourself and how you got started you know, selling on Amazon and then creating software?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I started uh, the beginning of 2013, so I guess about two and a half years ago now. um, I started just kind of uh, exploring, just selling a few little items, quickly realized how powerful of a channel it is. Uh, From there, I started sourcing products from traditional type wholesalers, and I was growing that business model. Um, just actually within the last year is when I started doing this the private label type model and, uh, I love it. It's great. The margins are way better. Um, it's awesome cause you, you know, you put more work into creating good listings and getting reviews and that kind of thing and really see the benefits of it as opposed to sharing listings with other sellers. So in the past year I've really transitioned a lot of my sales over to my own products that, you know, are labeled with my brand. So, um, today I have a a small team that helps me. Like you said, I do around 400,000 a month, uh, total revenue. Mm -hmm. And then, um, roughly half and half are like wholesale products as opposed to my private label products. Right.
0: Awesome. And so what do you found? Um, so, so first what you know, people always ask, what are the, the profit margins on that? Like, you know, what would you say they are for you? Is it different for the, I guess each product and everything as well though, right?
1: Yeah. So, um, Whenever we talk about profit margins on Amazon, I feel like the numbers get a little tricky because Amazon's taking their cut too. So essentially, you know, like, uh, 33% profit margins are generally like 100% return on investment. You know? So if like, a product costs me like 10 bucks, uh, if I make 10 bucks, that'd be a 33% uh, margin, which is what I'm seeing on most of my private label products. And just in comparison, most of my wholesale products are like uh, 10, 12, 15%. So like, my margins are way better uh, on the private label stuff
0: yeah so for people that aren't familiar, do you want to maybe can you briefly just share the, the difference between the private label versus the wholesale model? Yeah absolutely So my wholesale products are well-known brands um, for
1: instance like a, like a black and decker drill you know I'd source it from Black and Decker I'd sell it on Amazon. I'm selling on a listing that's probably already created and I'm sharing that with a whole bunch of other sellers. There might be like five 10, 20 other sellers we're all rotating through the buy box or whoever's like price the lowest is rotating through the buy box as opposed to um, when I talk about a private label item or a white label item, I'm actually sourcing this product from the factory and I'm asking them to put my particular brand name on this product. Uh, and the advantage of that is then I'm creating the listing myself on Amazon. Since I own that brand, yeah. uh, there's there are not any other sellers on there. So I have a lot more control. Um, you know, I'm not fight. we're not, it's not a race for the bottom, fighting you know to see who can sell this thing the cheapest. Um, and then it's, you're also since it is like you know kind of your listing, so you're not sharing with anyone. Um, you can justify putting in a lot more work in the listing, like creating really high quality photos and uh, giving away free items to get some reviews. Um, so that's that's how that's why you're able to get a lot better margins, just because you're not competing on the price so much. So
0: have you found that to be a better business model long-term because you're creating your own brand, you have more control over it, and you're not competing as much with the other sellers? Absolutely. So
1: when I first started selling these wholesale products, uh, my margins were a lot better. And then as Amazon's gotten more and more competitive, I've seen those you know go decrease, decrease, decrease. Uh, with the private label stuff, since I'm the only one that's ever going to be selling this item, I have a lot more control you know, over price. As well as, um, you know, if I were to choose to, it's a lot, you know, since I am creating a whole brand and a whole business around it, you know, I could create uh, a website outside of there to sell this type of product. So it, it is definitely a much better long-term
0: uh, plan. Wow. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, another question I have is, uh, so, you're, you know, if you're doing around 400000 in revenue right now, um, uh-huh. is that with one product, you have several products, just to give people an idea of the business model that you're running? Sure. So in private label products,
1: I have, uh, I think almost 40 products now, but it's not 40 different, uh, factories that I'm dealing with. What I found is that I could, you know, I'll find one product that I really want to sell. I'll find what else that factory creates after I've uh, already developed a good relationship with them. And then from there, I'll get them to make a few more products for me. So even though I have almost 40 products now, I think I'm dealing with like less than a dozen factories. Um, and then my wholesale stuff—I have tons of SKUs. I have uh, probably like almost 200 SKUs yep. that you know. But but some of those might only sell like uh, five or ten a month, you know. Whereas all my private label items, you know, I only want to bring on private label items that I know are going to sell really well. Some, you know, on average, each one of my private label items sells maybe
0: like 10 units a day. Right. And is there a certain point where you make that decision to launch a new product or? Because you know, I, I know a lot of people ask me, if you know, started one product, at what point should you launch your second, third, fourth, fifth, and expand?
1: Yes. So, in my opinion, the easiest way to grow is to launch more products and come up with more SKUs. Um, almost like it's incredible how powerful Amazon is. You know, almost like by default, these items are going to sell X amount of units. You know, once like you come up with a good listing, kind of get your initial reviews, uh, kind of like. By default, you know, it might sell like 6 or 8 or 10 or 12 a day. Um, if you put in like a whole bunch of work, you might be able to, be able to increase that a little bit. But in my opinion, if you yeah. put that same amount of effort in launching a second or third or fourth product, um, you see like a much better return. Um, so I'm a big fan of kind of like the more just like set it and forget it. Like I, I uh, put in some good work getting this listing set up, uh, You know, creating the item. And then after that, I just
0: kind of keep it in stock, uh, monitor it a little bit, and then move on to the next item. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, I think you're right. Like, i met so many different sellers that, that do it either that way or they focus just on building up their brand and building up a few products. And I think both, sure. both work amazingly well. And I've seen that even the Kindle publishing space, which I'm uh-huh. pretty involved in with my students, is some of them, you know, they just have the volume method. they just pumping out more and more books just because... You know, there's a very low barrier of entry of publishing a book. Like anybody can do it. You can get it up in a week. You know, have a book published, start making money from it. Whereas other right. people that focus more on, you know, publishing a few books, really building them up, getting a lot of reviews on them, ranking them, et cetera, and they make a lot of money from that. So I think both yeah. uh, both definitely work, uh, you know, really well. And, yeah, um, some
1: guys are great at, um, you know, like increasing the number of sales on one particular product. You know, might be really good at driving like outside traffic, that kind of thing. Me personally, it's just like uh, not my strong
0: suit. So, you know, I found it easier for me personally just to launch more products. And, and do you, are you doing them all under like one brand or are you building separate brands and websites, etc.? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Good question. So, I have... Um, uh, I guess five different brands now. Right. Um, so for instance, like I'll have one brand that I put all of like my like lawn and garden type, you know, it might be like Greg's Green Thumb products. And those would be all my lawn and garden type products. Um, and then I'll have another brand that I put like all the health and personal care products in. Right. And, then, um, and then I'll go ahead and answer this because it's always a, someone's question is yeah. like what's my seller central name then? Because a lot of people are under the impression, I think, that it needs to be like the same as your brand name. So I just have a real like generic uh, seller um, name, you know, like Greg's Great Great Products. Uh, And then in there, I
0: have these different brands. Okay. So the Seller Central for people that aren't aware, that's basically your Seller Central account where you can list as many products as you want, but you can list those products under different brands. So you don't need a new Seller Central account for every brand that you're creating it. You're just launching all yeah. of them under that one account. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. And I think that's, that's really interesting because at least then you're benefiting from at least cross promoting your products, right? Like if you have, if you're in the, already in the health space and you, as you said, you're finding more and more suppliers and manufacturers in that space, it just saves you time because if you're, I've seen this with, uh, Kindle publishing as well as people, they get a little bit all over the place instead uh-huh. of, uh, staying in that one primary niche or that one category and, you know, and with Amazon is more important because, uh, you've already got the supplier, you've already got a relationship with them. You know, you can easily get more and more products from them and you can already leverage and use the label, the packaging, the logo, the website, all that stuff that you've already created too. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So it makes it a lot easier after you've already
1: kind of created this brand, uh, to go ahead and do a second or third product in there. Um, especially if you're going to do a website for them too, you know, Having if I had like 40 different yeah. brands, that'd be, a um, I mean, I, I wouldn't have gotten to, you know, I was still working on, you know, number 12 logo or whatever. So yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. And the other thing is, yeah, a lot of times, like you said, the cross promotions, um, if um, if everything works out right, a lot of times you can get some of your other products, like from the same brand inside the little areas, like customers who bought this also bought. Um, if everything works out right, you know, that's always good to
0: see your other products, you know, in, in that really? section. Awesome. So let's jump uh, to talk a little bit about the product research because I think that's one of the most important uh, you know, areas that can really make or break your success on Amazon, right? Because if Absolutely. You pick, if you pick, you know, a lot of people, this is one thing that frustrates me with a lot of uh, people that want to sell. Is they come and say, I've got this great idea for you know, something that I want to sell on Amazon, and they have this belief and conviction that it's going to work and it's going to sell. And oftentimes I ask them, well, did you do the research? Did you look to see if people are already buying that? Is that a profitable market on Amazon? Because I found with Amazon, it's hard to like invent a niche or market. You really have to just Uh see what's already selling and you're kind of limited to that, right? And just focus on what's already selling and just focus on building a better mousetrap or offering a product that's a little bit different or different packaging or you know, differentiate yourself in some way. So you've created a great software called Jungle Scout. Um, I use it. It's great. It's a great web-based and also uh, Chrome uh, browser extension that helps uh, sellers do their product research, and that saves people so much time. It makes this uh, part of the process much, much easier and faster. So you want to share just a little bit about just how that came about, how you created that, and then maybe kind of share... Uh, the importance of product research and how your uh, software helps people? Yeah, absolutely. So, like you said, um, you're really going to
1: fight an uphill battle if you're kind of going off your gut instincts on what you think is going to sell well because it, it's really crazy. You know, some things you might think will be yeah. great sellers uh, and they're really not at all. And, like you said, I totally agree. I um, definitely recommend you sell something that's already selling well on Amazon, it'll make your life way easier. Um, so, yeah, so. I saw a need about a year ago or so. Um, what I was doing is I was researching different keywords, and then I was, with the help of some VAs, filling out these spreadsheets that would have you know the product name, the number of reviews, uh, the rank, the estimated number of sales, the number, uh, whatever else information I was looking for, and it was really time-consuming to fill out these uh, all these spreadsheets. So I had a team of multiple VAs helping me, you know, i to give them a whole list and they'd research it. So one day it kind of like, uh, dawned on me. It's like, man, if I just had like a piece of software, I could enter that keyword, come up with all this information. It'd make my life way easier. So that was kind of the, uh, the invention of jungle scout. Uh, the rest of it's kind of history. So I originally built something. I use it for myself a little bit. Uh, I was actually showing some buddies and they're like, you know, you need to really introduce this to the public. Um, so since then, you know, I've, uh, started selling it to the public, which, uh, the response has just been incredible. Um, so that's been really fun in itself, but yeah, so what jungle scout is, is it, as you mentioned, it's like a, a Google Chrome extension. So after making a search on Amazon, you click a little JS icon in the upper right-hand corner of your Chrome browser and, uh, a table of data is going to show up. That's going to have all this information that we're just kind of talk about pre-populated. So, um, and a lot of the key information that you need, including the estimated number of sales each month, uh, the number of reviews, and it's all just really uh, neatly and nicely laid out. So instead of going in and having to click on each item, extracting all this information yourself, um, just within you know like two seconds, it's going to have a, a table pre-populated with all this information. So it's, it's really helpful. It really cuts down on the product research time. Cool.
0: So um, uh, yeah. starting but we're going to do a quick demo on that. But before we do, um because I think that'd be very really valuable for people to actually show it, and so they can actually see what you're talking about and see the benefits from it. But sure. um, before we get into that, I just want to uh, ask you just about um, just that that phase of the business product selection. What have you uh-huh. found to be some of the mistakes that people make? Because I found that like you know you you, you know you you can pick a product, but if there's no market there on Amazon for it, it, doesn't matter how much marketing that you do. You know, it's going to be really hard to sell that product. Whereas in a lot of cases, you can just, if you do a really good job with their product research, you can put up a product and almost do no marketing. Like I've, I've had uh, one supplement that I launched that has like 10 reviews and it's selling really well. You know, it yeah. just kind of blows my mind how some products do really well, much better than others, and with, with the same amount of work, the same amount of right. effort in terms of marketing. So. Yeah, and you like, like don't develop. spend like any
1: money on like yeah. pay-per-click or anything you just selling well, I know. That's what I like when it starts selling.
0: You know, just because you did a really right. great job at identifying, you know, that researcher market. So sure. you can say to so about that?
1: Yeah. So the two biggest um mistakes I see or the things you need to look for are essentially we need to make sure there's enough demand and we want to make sure that the competition's not too high that we'll be able to rank uh, easily for this product. So when I the personal uh, rule of thumb that I use for to like uh, see how much demand there is is I like to see um, in the top like ten or top half page results or so on Amazon I like to see about three thousand units being sold each month. Mm-hmm. Um, so of course you know I'm the Founder of Jungle Scout so I'm using that. But even if you didn't have it. Um, you can plug in the best sellers rank either on our website or there's some other ones to find out approximately how many units they're selling each month. Um, And I found personally that um, that's kind of the minimum amount of demand that I like to see. Um, I found if there's that much demand and – the other thing we're looking for that's not too competitive that I should be able to see uh, sell about 10 a day fairly easily. And that's that's my personal goal for any new private label product I launch. I want to sell at least 10 a day. Um, as far as how competitive it is, the easiest thing to look for is the number of reviews that um, all your competitors have. So I like to see in the top five or so results um, at least one, preferably two or three people with under 100 reviews. So, if I make a search for an item and I see you know in the top five spots there's people with like a thousand reviews five hundred six hundred eight hundred that's gonna be really tough to rank for um, and you also just don't have the social proof even if you were to rank for those compared to these other guys who have like a thousand five star reviews you know so that's gonna be really tricky uh if there are products that you know in the top five results, if I'm seeing like two hundred reviews, the top one, but then like fifty thirty five eighty that kind of thing. That's something that I could easily do, a small giveaway to get started, and they pop right into those uh, upper results and compete with those guys you know, within the first few weeks as opposed to spending months and months and months doing giveaways and all those product promotions and stuff to get up there.
0: Awesome. That's really helpful. Okay, cool. Yeah. Do you want to do, uh, do a quick demo now to share with people a little bit uh, how it works?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to go ahead and share my screen with you here. I know it takes a second to load, so let me know when you can see it. There we go. All right, so um, let's see. I went ahead and searched for a uh, Pilates ring right here on the Amazon store. Um, obviously, you can see all the results here. So, if you look in the upper right-hand corner of my browser, there's a little JS icon, and I can click that. And what it's going to do now is it's going to populate this table with all this information um, of the products on this page. Right. So these are all different these different Pilates rings. Um, so what I'm looking at here, you know, is the the product name, brand, price, uh, a few of the important categories here. As I'm looking at estimated sales is over a monthly period. Um, I can also see the number of reviews neatly laid out for me. See some other information like the buy box seller, uh, the FBA fee. This column right here, this is the net after the FBA fee. So this is how much money you take after Amazon gets their cut. Um, so this is obviously all really valuable information.
0: So if you're, talk- you're pulling if you're pulling information that's already – available that whatever's available to Amazon shows on each product listing, but you're just putting it all together in a much more efficient, faster way as opposed to manually doing it yourself as you mentioned by having a virtual assistant, you know, you know, right. writing down all these details and everything. And then I guess right. the the you're you're taking the sales rank, the, the Amazon bestseller ranking of the different products and you're calculating that based on uh, you know, just, just a rough estimate on how many sales per day that's doing, or how do you gather that information?
1: Yeah, yeah, great question. So this is actually one of the things that I'm really like passionate about, and that I think sets Jungle Scout apart from other pieces of software. Um, what we do, we actually have an in-house data scientist and a data collection system. We follow like forty thousand products in both the US and UK, and on a daily basis we monitor their sales and their rank. Uh, so at the end of the month, we have. Over a million data points. I think last month it was like 1.4 million data points for each uh, each marketplace, and then from that she models the estimated sales based off rank for that month, um, and then we update them at the beginning of each month. So they're actually uh, when we first, you know, we've been refining this method over the months, um, uh, and they've actually gotten really good now. Um, so they're they're pretty darn close to what you'd actually see. Right. Um, so you they're they're plenty accurate enough. For uh, forecasting and product research purposes, what uh, most people use them for. So, so yeah. Then if we look at this, you know, I was talking about like to see about three thousand units um, of demand. So if I were to add these up real quick, um, this would probably be right. You know, just quick math in my head, that'd probably be right at maybe twenty five hundred to three thousand units. Um, so might be a little shy in demand close. If I look at the number of reviews, this is actually probably something that I could compete in. Um, you know, it'd be tough to hop in these top two spots, but below that, you know, this guy only has five reviews and he's in the number three spot and I see 15, 92, 82. So these are all, um, you know, these spots right here, number three through 10, these are all very realistic numbers of reviews that you can get from a small giveaway. So this might be something that I could rank for fairly easily. Um, and if we just look at some other items on here there's a little trend button that shows you the the Google trend information Mm -hmm. so it looks like Ply rings used to be a little more popular back in uh, 2007 2008 or something but stayed pretty consistent Um, you know I can click on the rank and I can uh, if it's available I can see some rank history same thing if I click on price see some price history
0: and by the way that Google trend I just want to go back to that for a sec that's that's Uh really valuable that I think that a lot of People don't even look at because you might be you might be you know a certain product might be a seasonal product you know maybe in December or certain months out of the year it might be selling a lot more than others so I think it's important to right. be aware of that whatever the trends are and I think on that that link there you can actually see month to month uh, the trends of that product too
1: yeah absolutely I was actually just doing a demo like last week uh, I did this gymnastic ring we clicked on trend and we saw something really interesting that every four years there was a large spike. Uh, it didn't dawn on me right away, but of course uh, it's because of the the Summer Olympics. That's right. Um, interesting. You know, so every four years in the summer you see a spike. So that was pretty interesting. So one guy who was talking about ordering these, he's like, "Yeah, you have to, um, you know, have like five times as many in stock during the Summer Olympics." So yeah. I guess uh, it's coming up. So you know, if one of your uh, people in your audience wants this product, make sure
0: you're stocked up. <laughs> so going back to the Pilates sure. one, um, sure. Would you, would you determine that as a, a a worthwhile niche or market or product to sell? based on, you mentioned the reviews, you, you know, you want to make sure that, um, it's got high demand, but the competition isn't that, isn't that intimidating because the top products don't have that many reviews. Yes.
1: Yeah, so this is actually a, a, would be a pretty good product to sell. Um, I might try to find something that has a little bit more demand, but, um, this still has quite a bit of demand. You know, if you to look, if you're in the top five spots here, um, you know, I'm saying 600, 700, 200, 100, 200 uh, estimated sales per month. So uh, that might be a little less than what I'm looking for. Like I said, I like to sell something that's going to have at least 10 a day. And it looks like only the top two spots are selling uh, 10 a day or more. But um, overall, you know, this isn't too competitive uh, based off the number of views. It's something I could compete in. So this is definitely the type of
0: product um, that would be a good one to sell. Cool. And- uh, another question I have is, what would you what would you say are the most important things that you look at? And, I, and and just so people are aware, there's actually a lot more options that you guys have too. Like you can actually pull the weight of the products and the size, dimensions, etc. But what would you say um, is kind of I guess your criteria? Because there's some I guess information that's a lot more important than others in deciding what product you're going to sell. Like even looking at the profit margin and looking at the weight, the size. Um, what other people are pricing the product at as well. So what would you say are the most important things that you pay attention to on this list?
1: Yeah, so um, obviously estimated sales are important in the reviews. Uh, other things I usually have checked are uh, the FBA fee and the net. Um, before we built that part into Jungle Scout, um, I used to go by like the one-third rule that uh, Amazon would take roughly one-third of uh, the selling price And what I found after I built that into the tool is that actually wasn't a great way to estimate it. Um, Some of the items, uh, especially the oversized items, Amazon takes quite a bit more than that um, often. Um, So it's really good, again, even if you don't have Jungle Scout, to actually uh, use Amazon's FBA fee calculator as opposed to um, uh, just using like a one-third rule or some rule like that. So it's really good to have... uh, to be able to know the net, um, you know, like this item, if I were to use the uh, the one-third rule on this, you know, it's, it sells for $22, but Amazon takes uh, over $10. So, you know, almost 50% of that product, and that's because, it, you know, it's an oversized product. It. So, that's good to know right away. So, that, oversized um,
0: means it's just the, the size, the weight of it. They determine, you know, once a product weighs a certain amount, and I guess they take more just to, basically, if you're doing the fulfillment through Amazon, they're going to charge you more or take more because they're putting it in their warehouse. They have to ship the product and so it's more more of a cost to them. Is that right?
1: Yeah, it's absolutely right. And, um, you know, of course you look up the dimensions. It's like 8 by 14 by 18 inches. But a good way to think – I like to think about it is it's about the size of a shoebox is the threshold between right. uh, regular and oversized items. So if it will fit inside a shoebox, it's probably a regular size where the FBA fees are significantly cheaper um, if it's larger than that or pretty heavy, then it's going to be an oversized item, which um, you jump into a new tier. They uh, they they price the the fees differently, so it's going to be significantly more expensive for them to fulfill.
0: Right. So if you're brand new to selling on Amazon, would you recommend someone start off with a smaller product at first, just to kind of get their feet wet and for simplicity' I, sake as well? I would. Um, and there's one other. Reason for that
1: is when you have a brand new seller central account, Amazon actually lists you to storing, uh, I think it's usually yeah. 500 units in their warehouse of oversized items. That's right. yeah. um, so that's one, you know, that's just one more uh, thing to kind of keep, yeah. you know, that for that I recommend that you stay in the standard size tier. Um, obviously, air shipping, if you're going to source it from overseas like China, is going to be a lot cheaper if it's smaller and lighter. So, yeah, it's definitely. You know, uh, in addition to I want to see enough demand, not too much competition. I would recommend looking for something small and relatively lightweight. Um, a few other factors I like to look for are items that um, I like to look for something that's uh, that I think of as like kind of low uh, liability. Like I would try to stay away from selling like a knife or like something that's going to like burn someone or something like that. Uh, to me, that just raises a little a few red flags. You're gonna to want to stay away from anything that is patented or as a patent pending, as well as anything that um, is like illegally. You know, it's probably illegally illegally licensed. Yeah. So if it has like uh, your favorite sports team on it or something, the factories in China are more than happy to sell you these items. But keep in mind, um, you know, unless you work out some licensing agreement, which, which is a
0: whole different uh, ball game here, um, yeah. you want to make sure to stay away from products like that. Yeah, and I often recommend people to start with simple products too, Um, like some people want to sell electronics or like anything that has a high chance of breaking or going something wrong with, it's just going to lead to refunds, negative reviews, because I found that even like with every type of product out there, Amazon, like there's always things that go wrong, you know, like either with your supplier, maybe some products, you know, aren't functioning properly or, you know, aren't working as well as they should or maybe Amazon breaks something. And so I found just to try to make it simple, especially if you're brand new to this, just to, just to make yeah. it a smooth process for you when you're first getting started.
1: Absolutely. That's a great addition. That's one I forgot, and I, I totally agree with that, and that's a rule I follow as well.
0: Yeah. So my next question is a lot of people ask, okay, we were, this is great for analyzing uh, you know, different products that you might have already come up with, um, assessing them, looking at the competition, the, the demand, really useful uh, a lot of people ask, how can I find potential opportunities on Amazon? Like, how can I do some research and find, you know, different products that I could look at with Jungle Scout?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and I don't want, definitely don't want this whole thing to be a, uh, a hard sell for Jungle Scout. You can do it without it, you know, and I would like to teach those methods also. It's just a huge time saver. Yeah. Um, so even without Jungle Scout, we can search for Amazon bestsellers. Um, we can go to this page... And this is a great spot to look for product ideas. Um, On the top – so so for the people who can't see my screen, I'm on – if you just Google Amazon bestsellers, you'll come up. This is the top result. Uh, On the left-hand side of the screen, there are all the parent categories listed. So I can click into one of these parent categories. So I've clicked into health and personal care. All the items on the first page here are going to be tons of – uh, sales volume but they're also gonna probably going to be very competitive because um, this is, you know, like I'm looking at the, the number one item in all health and personal care. So what you can do though is you can drill down into subcategories on the left hand side by clicking into uh, some of the, the uh, subcategories. So I'm going to click on uh, personal care. So now I'm looking at like 1 through 100 of personal care which is a subcategory of health and personal care. Again, most of these products are going to be relatively competitive. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and click one uh, deeper. Um, I'm going to try uh, shaving and hair removal. (laughs) Um, So now if I were to run Jungle Scout on this page, or again, if you don't have it, you can just click into the items. I can see um, what some of these items are ranked. And real quick, what I'm looking at here, it looks like these are actually still pretty competitive. even though I'm in the health and personal care category, it looks like Amazon's put some of the beauty items in here that are ranked really high. Um, I'm going to go ahead and click into one more subcategory. Um, we'll try uh, shaving sets and kits. So now I'm like four or five, however many subcategories yeah. deep. Um, and finally, these items are going to start to get less competitive. Now I'm looking at ranks uh, between 200 and you know 15,000 or so. Um, and these are... Here you're going to find items that have fewer reviews uh, are probably more likely good uh, you know, candidates to sell. So this is one really good area to look for product ideas. Another really good area to look for product ideas is to look at uh, one of your competitors or someone else selling products that you be willing to sell or interested in selling. If you go ahead and click into their uh, seller storefront um, – I kind of call this like spying on other sellers, and it's actually super effective. Um, So what you can do is you can go through and find out. So this seller, I just randomly clicked on a private label seller, uh, Nate, Yo-Yo Wellness. Uh, It looks like he has about 14 products. So I can go in there. I can either click Jungle Scout or click into each one of his items. Um, I can sort by clicking on the column header uh, to find his best-selling products. And then right away, you know, he's done uh, a lot of the heavy lifting for me. He's tested out 14 different products. And then I can go in there and I can kind of cherry pick some of the best ones. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it looks like um, he has quite a few reviews on all of his. But a lot of times you'll go into a seller and find, oh, wow, you know, this item's selling really well. Uh, It only has 50 reviews. You know, this is a product idea I probably want to look into. So that's a really effective way. Um, The last one... So we've, we're actually just in the kind of private launch phase of um, this new product database right now. By the time you release this, Stefan, uh, we should it should be available to the public. But um, what we've done at Jungle Scout just recently, this is the, the newest addition to our software lineup, is we've developed a, uh, a web app. So this is going to be a SaaS product, and or excuse, it is a SaaS product. And what we've done here, this is really cool, and I've I've been wanting to do this for a long, long time, just for my own personal reasons. Uh, I decided not to be too greedy and share it with everyone else as well. But we've rebuilt Amazon's catalog in a way that is user friendly for sellers to search through. So, you know, when we're searching through Amazon's site, you know, it's built for consumers. and it isn't set up and organized in such a way that we can search for parameters that are good to find products to sell. So, you know, we can't go to Amazon's homepage and say, okay, tell me uh, all the products that are selling at least 300 and don't have too many reviews. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so what we've done is we've built this product database here uh, where you can search for all those types of things. So we can do a, a quick demo. Um, we can click on a couple categories we like. I'll try kitchen and dining and pet supplies. You can sit, uh, search for something in your sweet spot for price. Um, so you know, maybe uh, twenty to fifty dollars. I like selling that price. Um, let's say I want something that's going to net me at least fifteen bucks after Amazon takes your fees. Uh, like I said, I want something that sells at least ten a day. So I'm going to put in three hundred units a month here. Um, I'm going to list that it has under seventy-five reviews, which is fairly easy for me to get. Um, I can click on, I can say I want something under three pounds and that's standard size here. Mm-hmm. And then I can filter the database and what this is gonna show you is all of the items in our database that meet all this criteria. So again, these are gonna be items priced in the area that we want. Uh, they're gonna be standard, not oversized, lightweight. Um, they shouldn't be too competitive because these items are selling well without many reviews and they sell at least 10 a day. So then from here, I can get some really good ideas um, and then look into these items further. So, you know, maybe I say, okay, this looks pretty cool. This is a pour-over uh, coffee dripper. It looks like a stainless steel type. I could open this up in the Amazon store, and then again, I could pick out uh, the relevant keywords here, and then make that search, and then run Jungle Scout again. Wow, that's pretty amazing. So,
0: yeah, so it's, <laughs> that definitely it's makes really... like, I mean, it's such, a, it's such it's so amazing whenever I see these sort of things because. Uh, if you've done things the manual way before this, which both you and I both have, uh, right. and you know how long that takes and just kind of tracking everything in spreadsheets and searching around, it's amazing that you guys have come up with softwares like this because, uh, I mean, it really makes a huge difference. Yeah. So my
1: product research time were before, yeah. like, it would literally take days. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like 20, 30, 40, like, man hours, whether really, between me or my VA to, like, look through all these different items. Um, it sounds like a cheesy, like marketing, like game, but like literally, like an hour now, which like used to take me like days, you know. So it's pretty, wa- it's pretty incredible. Wow, that's
0: awesome. Okay, yeah, cool. um, yeah. So, is there anything else you want to share just in this demo before uh, we maybe move on to the next part? Anything else you feel? people Yeah, should just know real quick. Uh,
1: another feature in the SaaS product here is a product tracker. Um, so what you can do is you can add items to this, and this would be kind of like monitoring these items oh, underneath a nice. magnifying glass. And I usually do this before I actually uh, choose to pull the trigger on an item. So maybe if I did choose that coffee dripper, uh, maybe I monitor like the top five sellers for a week. Um, you can see every day what their inventory is, uh, how many units they sold that day, as well as the best sellers rank, uh, the buy box price, and just a bunch of other data that uh, sellers would be looking for.
0: Yeah. So I find, by the it, way, that useful because in a lot of ways, sometimes when you're, you're just looking at the data, that might be skewed in a lot of ways because maybe certain products, they have a really high BSR because they just did a a whole bunch of giveaways and stuff like that. So it's not as legitimate of um, organic sales rank they might have. So when you look at it over a week or so, you're able to actually see the trends in that market and how the the products will fluctuate.
1: Yeah, and that's the exact reason that we built this is um, because, yeah, again, going back to the manual way, right? Like I used to just... uh, Try to remember to uh, make that keyword search each day, see how the items are fluctuating. Now, just use enter the ASIN or the URL. Um, it automatically monitors all that for you. And then that's exactly what I'm looking for, to make sure that uh, these items weren't just artificially inflated that day because a few of them did a big giveaway, or that kind of thing.
0: Awesome. Cool, man, well this is, this is really yeah. cool. I think this will, I mean, I, so I can't wait for this to be out. You said it's probably by the time I launch this video, it might be available for people and they can just find out about it it, just through jungle Scout. Yeah, that's
1: exactly right. So you'll be able to find out about on our website and it'll be available like next week. So yeah. And then the, the extensions that we were talking about earlier, those, uh, those are available. They've, um, yeah, those are our initial products. This is the brand new product that we just added. Awesome.
0: So I want to yeah. ask you this real quick. I mean, this has been so valuable about the product research, but I want to switch gears a little bit just to ask, um, uh, some other questions with the Amazon process, uh, process. Um, sure. a lot of people ask, okay, great. You know, they've got a, a product, maybe they found some suppliers. Um, have you found that a lot of your, you know, when you comes to searching for potential suppliers and manufacturers, are you looking more overseas or there's some cases you might look in the United States um, you know, many people know about Alibaba and just searching sure. around there, but any tips on just finding a, a great su- supplier for the product?
1: Yeah. So, um, I'm not personally in any, uh, supplement type niches. Uh, I think you mentioned that you might be, mm-hmm. um, if so, I think, uh, I don't know too much about those, but it's under, it's my impression you'd want to get those from the States, which makes yeah, sense. valuable. That's, that's uh, I'm all, uh, in, um, just, Random types of you know household goods or whatever. so all my factories are either in China or one of them's in Taiwan. Uh, I found all of them through Alibaba. So what I'll do is once I come up with a product idea like we were looking at that uh, stainless steel coffee dripper, I would just search for that item in Alibaba. I already have a uh, an email template uh, written that essentially just makes me sound like um, a very big uh, company with lots of purchasing power. And um, I would just uh, use the contact field right there on Alibaba and I would contact as many factories as I can that uh, claim to be selling that steel and steel coffee dripper. So I might contact 20 factories. I'll usually find only like five of them get back to me. And then then from there, the process is I kind of chat with each factory, uh, see what their minimum order quantities are, see what kind of pricing they give me, just see how responsive they are. Um, see what their English skills are like, see if there's going to be any kind of language barrier. And then um, I also want to make sure that they accept PayPal, at least for the first payment. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, uh, PayPal offers a level of protection if we were yes. to get scammed by one of these people. So I, I highly recommend using PayPal for uh, your sample order and your initial order. And then after you establish a relationship with the, the factory, then I move on. Uh, move into uh, wire transfers because the fees are less. Right.
0: Right. Okay, cool. Um, what about just your product listing? When you're setting up your product listing, are you also using some of the data, um, that you did during the product research to see how your other competitors are optimized, the keywords, etc.? Is there anything you can maybe share, uh, just on optimizing your product listing?
1: Sure. So one thing I highly recommend not to skimp on your photos. It makes a huge difference. Um, some of my competitors sometimes will, you know, like the price will be cheaper, the, um, the, they might be including like an extra with the item, but they'll have like really crappy photos and it just makes a huge difference of uh, uh, their conversion rates. So definitely, you know, even like really high quality professional photos you can get for like 150 200 bucks for all the items you're listing, it's well worth it. You're going to make that money back a hundred times. Yeah. Uh, so I highly recommend that. Uh, what else you want to do is uh, make sure to fill out all the. I think Amazon gives you uh, five spots for bullet points. Make sure that you uh, want to you want to fill all those out. Uh, make sure to get any main keywords in those bullet points. You want to have a, just an overall high quality listing. Uh, it makes a big difference, and it's easy to tell. You know which ones are the high quality. You know, does it have a good product description? You know, uh, the photo should be really high resolution, high quality. Um, no, like shadows and stuff in your photos you know they need to look like professional photos um so yeah just uh those are the types of things uh i do with my listing um i don't even really do any type of too crazy like uh keyword research and stuff um i just try to include the things i think people would be searching for um uh so yeah that's
0: uh and that's definitely an important part though a high quality listing totally yeah and what would you share, just maybe some tips on when you launch a product? You know, if you've identified the niche, the market, the product you want to sell, um, you know, and obviously we talked about the competition, making sure that you have a reasonable chance of ranking and, 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 and uh, getting it selling. But is there any tips you have and just right when your products, when you're launching it in terms of getting review, reviews, boosting the ranking of the product? Sure. So I
1: usually, um depending on how competitive the item is, I'll usually give away like 50 units to start, uh, to, uh, people that, um, at least tell me they're going to leave a review. So usually from like 50, I'll get like, uh, maybe like 35 reviews. And then I usually try to start from there. Um, if, if I feel like I'm not ranking quite as high as I would like to, maybe I'll give away another 20 at a time or something. And, uh, I usually actually don't even give away all like 50 in one day. I'll give out like 10 a day for five you days, out, by the way, for
0: like just they're saying using a coupon code, right? And yeah, you so, so for I'll give them or for a dollar or what have you found?
1: i depending on how valuable the product is. I'll usually do like 99 cents or a dollar 99 or something like that. Right. Um, so yeah, and then uh, other than that, once I get a few reviews, I'll set up pay per click inside of Amazon. Um, so even if you never use it, Amazon pay per click is like super easy. Um, you don't even have to set up like ads. Uh, I mean, as far as like you know, uh, if you've if you ever done like a Facebook advertising or you know, hours or something, it's much more complicated. Amazon's like super easy, so don't be uh, you know intimidated it's a by
0: it. Very dumbed down version
1: of CPC, yeah, right? Very dumbed down. Um, and then turning on the pay-per-click at least initially to start will at least get you a few extra sales, so that um, you can get a better BSR, which therefore you're starting to rank a little better. Cool. So and then, and then after that, um, I, for the most part, I try to set it and forget it. To be honest with you, um, hopefully after that, it's organically starting to make sales, which then I'm organically getting uh, reviews, and um, you know. Barring any, like, major problems, uh, after that, you just uh, reorder to keep it in stock. Right. At least, you know, like we talked about, that's kind of my plan. Then I go ahead and move on to getting another product as opposed to uh, working too much on that
0: one. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to wrap this up pretty soon. You've, you've already given so much, which is really valuable. But one question that came to mind, and I, I get this all the time with Kindle publishing, I get even with physical products as well is there's a lot of people, they believe that it's too saturated or too competitive on Amazon. Yeah. And I always kind of laugh because I've been getting those questions two, three years ago, you know, and yet, there's <laughs> right. more people making more money than ever on Amazon today than at any other point in human history. So, uh, yeah. you know, what, what can you share about that? What are your thoughts on just yeah, the good competitiveness question. and the saturation on Amazon?
1: Sure. So, um, you know, right now I guess we're chatting uh, at – uh, fourth quarter in 2015, and right now it's still a very good opportunity. Um, you know, I've been selling on Amazon now for a, a few years, and uh, to be honest with you, I think like the number of buyers is growing at the same rate as uh, the number of you know new sellers being introduced. Um, like I said a little bit earlier, on some of my wholesale items, where again, remember, I'm selling, I'm sharing this listing with a bunch of sellers. I've seen the competition grow on there. But as far as the private label stuff, when you have your own listing, um, I, I'd say it's, you know, as long as you do your proper product research, it's still a super viable and a really good opportunity right now. Um, I was actually just like talking to my buddy yesterday. who's really trying to quit his job and start his own thing. It's like, dude, I'm telling you, like just get one or two private label product, good private label products on Amazon. You can replace your income, uh, you know, and do whatever you want from there right now. So, um, it's yeah. a really good opportunity right now. Yeah, and I think uh, it's, I'd
0: recommend it. Yeah, I, mean, I think every every category is different, right? There's some niches or or products that are just super competitive, right? So it's going to be a little bit more challenging for you to compete in, uh-huh. just because of products that are more established. But also, I've I've also learned that like there's some markets on Amazon where it's like you don't even have to be on the first page to make a lot of money. Like there's some yeah. markets that are so big that you could be on the third page and still make <laughs> like a lot of money from it because there's certain, right. like, you know, a, a very common uh, market that a, a lot of sellers get into is the um, iPhone accessories, right? Like the iPhone uh-huh. cases and stuff like that. And I know people that are on like the fifth page. They're still making a lot of money because certain markets <laughs> like that, all the different products are so different, like a different design that you'll actually have customers that will search through all the different pages there on Amazon to find the right one that they want, you know? So I've I've actually learned with Amazon, uh, like how big some of these markets are, are just mind blowing to me. But, um, you know, you can do really well in some of those competitive markets, but at the same time, if you, like you said, if you do the right research, then you don't have anything to worry about because there's always, there's always new markets, opportunities arising every day on Amazon and the rate of which, which, which Amazon's growing is massive. So, yeah,
1: it's crazy. Yeah. I don't think we've ever seen anything like as powerful as, you know, what Amazon is. It's just nuts. So many buyers every day, they're just, are looking to spend money. So cool. it's a great, great force.
0: Cool. And uh, is there any final advice that you might have for people that are maybe watching this and watch this so far and they're like, wow, this is a cool opportunity. I'm brand new. I want to get started. Any motivational type stuff that you can share or just, you know, because with any business there's struggles and challenges along the way, but... Uh, out of the years that you've been doing this now, and even just being a digital nomad and living a laptop lifestyle, um, any any final words that you can share with people?
1: Yeah, so the process of getting a private label uh, product launched, especially your first one, um, you'll you'll probably like hit you know a few road b- bumps along the way. Like maybe you, like you found a product that your heart set on, but. Um you contacted twenty suppliers and like the only one that responds to you can't even, you know, like really speak English very well. Um you know, I see people get discouraged when they see things like that, or they might say, like, oh, I just saw a new seller pop up for that item. Uh, you know, what if there's gonna be a hundred more by the time I get my item in? And, and just stay with the process, you know, little baby st- steps to just go ahead and uh, you know, get the product ordered, get it into Amazon and uh after you do that, then you'll be able to validate the model. You'll be able to see that, um, you know, OK, it's not just like we didn't just luck out. We're not the only one two that, uh, you know, are doing well at this. Um, and then from there, you'll have, you know, like the confidence and the motivation to be able to understand that, you know, like, OK, I can do this. You know, this, um, you know, it's not just like gurus and really smart people doing this. Like, you know, normal people uh, can do this every day. So just, uh, you know. Keep taking baby steps, one steps further at a time, until you get that first product in, and then uh, um, you know it, it's a great opportunity and it's incredible to be able to you know work for yourself and do your, do your own thing. So um, you know, I'd highly recommend it.
0: And right now, by the way, you're in Bali. We are talking about this before. Um, yeah, Ubud there, and it's just, I mean. He uh, maybe even share just a little bit about how this whole internet marketing, this whole world that you've now entered, has changed your life—just traveling the world or the abundance that you now have. Yeah, it's incredible. And
1: sometimes I'm even like hesitant to tell people about it because I feel like it's almost like cheesy in a way that it's like, I—I I mean, I'm literally in Bali. Like, if you guys look around, like the the place I'm doing this from uh, is like a bamboo uh, structure that they've made, um, and. It's incredible just to have this, the time and location freedom, um, you know, like two days ago, uh, you know, we're recording this on a Friday. So that was like on a Wednesday, um, some buddies that, uh, were in town or were in town. So we went surfing that day and, you know, I still work really hard, uh, probably more than 40 hours a week, but it's cause I really enjoy it. But it's really nice just to have that time freedom that, okay, like on that Wednesday I was going to take off and go surfing that day. Um, or, and also just, um, you know, I used to work uh, a corporate job just a few years ago. as an engineer, and it's just been like the most incredible experience to me. Is that once you get out of that, is when you start meeting like these really inspirational people and people doing like really exciting stuff. So, you, like you talked about I'm at uh, HUBUBU right now, and just the people that I meet here uh, are other digital nomads, other people uh, you know doing the same thing, and they're working on like these really cool, like really interesting products. Um, and just being you know around that. Um, just gives you like that inspiration and motivation to do, you know, this really exciting stuff where back when I was working, uh, my corporate job, you know, it was almost just kind of like a drag. Um, you know, I was just surrounded by people who like weren't super motivated and it just makes a huge difference. Like, you know, my quality of life has just skyrocketed since then. So, um, you know, I was, if you're listening to this and you still have a corporate job, like I was literally in your same, uh, like spot, you know, just a few years ago. Um, and then, just slowly through different methods, I was able to get out of there by replacing my income. So, um, you know, you you can do it too. Awesome. I definitely don't have anything special. I, I was an engineer before. I had no like experience selling physical goods. I had no experience with um, software. You know, now in a software company, like selling anything online, I like I literally had none of that skill set before. I was like, I learned to like uh, do physics, which now like is no use to me at all. Um, so, yeah, That's awesome. you can do it. I can, it. G- I can yeah. g-
0: relate. You know, my, my girlfriend actually, I mean, I've, I've, I, I, I had had a job in like so many years now and I've been, uh, in right. this lifestyle, but my girlfriend has a job and, uh, I've kind of like now seen it's kind of reminded me just all the different benefits of, um, you know, not having a job and working for yourself and being a, an entrepreneur and everything. And she's, uh, s- selling two products on Amazon doing really, really uh-huh. well. So she's gotten into this as well and no idea yeah. about any of this stuff. Uh, right, and, uh, we both went through, uh, a training course, the amazing selling machine together. She uh-huh. picked up all this stuff. Great. She took action with it. She's doing better than I am. You know, she knows more nice. about this than I do, which is pretty cool. But, um, she's in a position, right. she's really close to quitting her job now, which is pretty exciting. And, uh, yeah. we're going to be doing some traveling in February next year, going to go to Bali and travel around Southeast Asia. So it should be a lot of fun. But I mean, it is amazing how the world is just changing and there's just so many opportunities on the internet because the internet is just growing so massively. So I definitely agree. Awesome, man. Well, uh, I want to thank you again so much just for taking this time. I think this will help and benefit a lot of people. Um, Do you want to maybe share with people how they can find out more about you and find out more about jungle scout? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And what I'm going to do for all
1: your audience is set up a, a discount page for them to use. So I'll put that at uh, junglescout.com slash Um On the website there, you can find uh, my email link. Uh, I, I'm, I've gotten pretty active writing on the blog there a couple times a week with different tips and tricks. So you can check that out. And, uh, yeah, of course you can connect with me on uh, Facebook or Twitter. and You'll find all that on the website. So, uh, awesome.
0: yeah. Cool, man. Thank you. So if you go to junglescout.com slash projectlifemastery, you're going to put something up there at a cool discount. Really appreciate that. I think they'll help people out, people out immensely. But um, Sure anyway. thing. And then I'll, 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 yep, yep, I'll put right.
1: up one other thing there too that I was just thinking about. Um, each month I make a table – and this will be completely free if someone uh, you know doesn't want to purchase any of the software. And the table will show them – um, which BSRs sell approximately how many units a month? So, you know, funds are really tight for you and you're just trying to get into this. Uh, you can use that table. You know, that table will help you out um, and will be totally free. So, I'll get that set up for your audience as well.
0: Awesome, man. Really appreciate that. Cool. Yeah, sure. All thing. right, man. Well, thank you again so much and uh, have an awesome time there in Bali.
1: All right. Sounds good. Thank you for having me on. It's been fun. Take care.
0: Thanks for listening to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. Make sure to visit the blog at www.projectlifemastery.com for more videos, podcasts, and articles that can help you take your life to the next level. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McKrispie Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day.